When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I some, wouldn't be going to bed yet anyway, so. Let's get into some WT actual F news, baby. Ooh. Hey, baby. And as soon as I find that sound effect, there it is. Breaking news. Our very young Garrett really wants me to play this. Reach for the speed. <laughs> Reach for the whistle. Go with the rail, man. Come on, let's get into it. I don't know the words. Actual breaking news. Speaking of YouTube that we talked about at length. Which I'm sure, dear listener, you probably love that, right? Hey, by the way, dear listener, dude, you can sign up for a free trial of being an 8750 patron. Just go to patreon.com or just go to the description of this podcast or just go to my Twitter account and click on the link tree in my bio. And you go to Patreon and it's like, hey, man, you want to try out being a mountaineer? And you'll be like, yeah, dog, I do. And it'll be or, like, hey. Hmm? Or just find Vex Electronica on all of your social media apps. Wow. <laughs> Did she just plug herself? Yeah, I think so. Well, I was in the middle of doing my thing. Yeah, kind of came off that one. She fucking did the old switcheroo on me, didn't she? Sneaky vex. Yeah. Plugs her for yetis. I'm sorry. I really wanted to fuck her. So you can go and it'll be like, do you want to try out being a mountaineer for free for a week? And you'll be like, yeah, dog. And then it sends me an email that says a new fella or lady. (laughs) Fella or lady. I'm sorry. Your Muttley laugh makes it difficult for me to even think. (laughs) (laughs) Let me guess. There's mold in the ceiling. We're going to hear vapor lock and fall over. It's (laughs) podcasting first. Oh, okay. <laughs> if she did have a garment, it just goes. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> that's what Garmin does when you die. Anyway, it sends me a little email that's like, "Yo, dude, new guy signed up," and I'm like, "Oh, dope!" And then I send you a link to the Discord. You get in the Discord, you get to listen to those bonus episodes. You get to listen to all the the whole podcast in one big mighty load. Oh, it's so fun. You'll love it. You'll love it. Oh, and Vex said for the next person who signs up, you get feet pictures in the Discord. You forgot the best part of being a 8750 Patreon. Do tell. The Yeti to Yeti episodes. I said you get the bonus episodes, but yeah, you get the Yeti to Yeti episodes, which are so fun. Did you listen to that at least? No. God damn it. <laughs> listen, I've got like 20 hours to drive back home. I'm, I got a backlog now. I'm going to be entertained my whole drive home. That's true. That is true. The last Yeti to Yeti was very funny. Uh, that misses it. Yeah, it she's was pretty good. She's a funny one. All right. Actual breaking news. Speaking of YouTube, apparently now you're allowed to talk about the elections being stolen. Yeah. 
And I've got some conspiracies about like why they've suddenly changed their mind about being. It was like if you mentioned that the 2020 election or any election might not be up to snuff and maybe there was some chicanery going on. Oh, buddy, you're getting booted. That YouTube God is going to smite you with its smoking bowl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's going to give you a dickin. There were, yeah, there were whole uh, channels that were kicked off and banned from YouTube for calling out the 2020 election. Three right. years later, here we are. And now, all of a sudden, you can talk about it. So, my first light conspiracy is that they, I think that the media definitely probably wants Trump to be the nominee, assuming that he will lose to Biden. Because, you know, that's what has already happened. Right. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. easy to beat. So I think that maybe they're like, you know what, maybe you can talk about him being ripped off. Maybe we can talk to give Trump some more wind in the sails. My bigger conspiracy is that they think that Joe Biden might not win this next election. And you bet your fucking ass that they're going to the whole the left. And anytime the left loses, they're like, what? The election was stolen. You got to be fucking kidding me. And then Joe Biden wins and Trump doesn't. And the right is like, the election was stolen. And they're like, how dare you, you insurrectionists? (laughs) They do the same shit. Do you not remember when George W. Bush won? Do you not remember when Trump won? Dude, they fucking fell apart for years being like, the election was rigged. Dude, Hillary Clinton still says that the the 2016 election was rigged. Yep, she's. She. I think she published a whole book with that on the press <laughs> tour too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you're on the right and you're like that election was rigged, oh, you're getting kicked off the internet now. You've done fucked up. So one of those two things. I think either they're trying to give Trump some wind, some wind in the sails, or they anticipate that coming up soon they're going to be bitching about some election fraud. What do you That's think, a, Aaron? A little from column A, a little from column B. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Agreed. What say you, Vex? No, I, I agree. It's a little bit of both. Um, the Trump one makes more sense too because they're really, really, really demonizing Ron DeSantis right now for running for president. It's all I've heard for two days is like, yeah. oh, he's so racist. Yeah. That's that's the, the card every, they always pull on every every argument racist. they had for being anti-Trump is now going towards DeSantis, and nobody's talking about Trump anymore. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I, I can be in agreement with some of the point you're making there. I really think that if DeSantis wins the nomination, well, here's the thing that I realized. If DeSantis wins the nomination, I think that the, the, the Democrats have got a real problem on their hands. But if Trump gets it, eh, probably that's what they want. Don't do what your enemy wants. If in the left is your enemy. Who knows? Maybe you're on the left. I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, no, Trump being indicted. What did you just say, Vex? I lost my train of thought. I, I didn't say nothing, man. I'll say something while, while you gather your train of thought back together. Hit me. Did you hear about, um, I know it, I think it happened at some time today about the, uh, the documents the FBI has supposedly released to the House Oversight Committee? The what alien stuff? No. Can you pause that? Because I remembered what I was going to say. If DeSantis does win the Republican nomination, I can totally see Trump running as an independent and then the Republican Party is fucked. Because he will split that voting base and because Trump don't give a fuck about the Republicans. He don't give a fuck at all. He will definitely run as an Trump cares about Trump. He will run as an independent. No, he won't run as an independent. He'll stay in the Republican Party because he's got no chance as an independent. That's why he doesn't. But I think that he would definitely be willing to spite whoever gets the nomination. 
No, he's oh. he's fighting everyone else. Everyone seems to be running for 2024, which is really weird. And they're all like overlapping. So Mike Pence is running as well this year. Then you got Rhonda Santos. Oh, next year. Well, no, the for, elections for, next year. Yeah, for 20. Sorry, for this election is what I meant to say. My mistake. Yeah. Um, and then uh, was it RFK, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is also running. Democrat, though. He's running as a Democrat. And none of the Democrats like him, though, is the <laughs> weird part. I mean, yeah, if it was between Joe Biden and them. him, I'd take him over Joe Biden any day. Who else is running for the Dems, though? I like I Kamala Harris and Michelle Obama got to be on there, one or the other. Nope. Well, Michelle, they're not even having debates for the primaries. They're planning on rerunning Sleepy Joe. Yeah. So they You're don't joking. even. Yeah. You're joking. I wish I was. And then Kamala takes over that way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Probably. I don't know <laughs> how I think they're hoping you'll make it two years so she can do two and a half terms. Cause let's face it. If you want to talk about puppets that I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, if there's a thought rattling around, very lonely. Speaking of thought, she was Montel Williams arm candy. Yeah, I was going to say, she's not a puppet. She's a pussy, um, pussy light, a fleshlight. There you go. That's fair. Is she like, even married? Like, so the the guy she's married to now is a pretty known well-known lawyer but if i remember correctly that's the same guy that she had an affair with while he was still married and she's still much younger than him that never seems to come up does it no i remember one time mike pence said that he won't even go to dinner with just like a woman you know like without his wife or anything like that because he doesn't want people to get the wrong idea which is a super respectable thing to do and like I, neither would I. If some like if Vex was like, "Yo, let's go to dinner," I'd be like, mm, <laughs> "Nah, don't think we could be doing that because of the implication." What's the implication? You know, we're alone out there in the open sea. You know, the implication. I don't go after Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, Fury. <laughs> I've heard your fucking mindless rants. <laughs> Don't go after you. Sure, you don't. <laughs> no, I can understand the argument though, because it's um like ninety nine percent of the time, it's very very difficult for a relationship to be platonic between the opposite sex. So I can understand right but your just argument, like, and I can. They blew up Mike head. Pence for not going to dinner with women who aren't his wife. They're like, well, look at this fucking asshole. Whereas come, I want to call her Camille Nanjiani. All of a sudden, Kamala Harris has got some skeletons in those closet, and never hear about it. Skeletons in that cavernous pussy. That's what she's got. Cavernous pussy is what they used to call Vex back in college. Or she Ayo. calls it uni. <laughs> <laughs> I went to both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no. so Aaron, what were you saying about house committees? The I'm actually trying to find the exact source here. Uh, the House Oversight Committee has apparently been handed a bunch of documents that the FBI was initially denying the existence of. Now, this is kind of I'm calling it 60 percent hearsay at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, I saw, did all different places today. And um, basically, it's a bunch of stuff that goes back to the whole the prosecutor in the ukraine that biden had fired when he was vice president yeah was 
and they said he was fired because he wasn't being tough enough on corruption. And based on this, this is like testimony from a whistleblower saying it's the exact opposite. The the whistleblower was apparently there when like Biden was receiving a $5 million payout, not Hunter, but <laughs> sleepy Joe. Jesus. And um, like, Could this is just these, these are documents. The FBI was denying existed initially. And then like, um, I know exactly what you're talking about now, Aaron. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you even imagine if this was Trump who had all this shit go down? It's Biden, so it's like, eh. I mean, you know, he's sleepy. It's okay. He was confused. He didn't know where he was. He thought he's playing Monopoly. Yeah, he thought there was ice cream. It's okay. (laughs) Now let me sniff a kid and get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. At no more tears. It is addictive. I guess we'll see what happens. But like, (laughs) yeah. Oh, I'm sure it'll be a big old uh, nothing burger, just like everything else that comes up. Yeah, but but that that could also kind of tie into the whole other thing of people kind of, you know, trying to read the room a little better, maybe. I mean, because the FBI has lost its credibility with so many people. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. might be trying to actually be like, oh, no, look, we're actually here to enforce the law. We're not just the, the militarized arm of the Democrats, I swear. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> it's so scary. It's so weird that the, like the DOJ can just be weaponized against like your political rivals. Well, I mean, Stalin showed them it works. So if it ain't broke, keep your guns, people. Keep your guns. There you go. Speaking of that, did you guys see over in France there was a? Okay, like I just saw this on Twitter, and I'm trying to. That I was believe... actually on my WT actual F news list. All right, so let me see if I got this right. So it was a Syrian refugee, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who went to a playground with mm-hmm. a knife mm-hmm. and just started chasing people around, trying to stab them. And he ended up stabbing two kids and a lady. Wrong. Okay. Yeah, those that number's way low. <laughs> Four children, two adults, and they're not. And one of one of them was in a stroller. Yeah, one of them was a twenty-two year, uh, twenty-two month old boy in a stroller, yes. and he's one of the two children that's in critical condition. So yeah. yeah, it's one of those things, you know, when you scroll Twitter and you're like, "What am I watching right now?" and then you realize, "Oh, this is the video of that event." Yeah, dude, it's a guy running around a playground with a knife. There's a guy with a huge backpack on and another backpack that he's trying to swing at this man. And I'm just like, "Dude, drop the other backpack so you could be a little bit more agile, please." And yeah, anybody who gets close to him and tries to stop him, they end up getting like cut. And then so, they lean back and then he just keeps like running and people are like trying to get their kids away. And here's the other thing, dude. Please, everybody in the sound of my voice, get into shape there. I, the part that I saw, because I could only watch for a second and then I figured out what I was watching and I was like, oh, get out of here. Mm-hmm. There's like a obese woman trying to like duck and cover over her kids and she can barely fucking move. And it's like, that is why you work out. You work out so that when a fucking crazy situation like that or 9-11 happens and you have to run down a bunch of flights of stairs, you can do it. You make a very firm. No, um, if stay stay fit for your family. There you go. That, that should be reason enough. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Four kids, two adults. One of the women that is in critical condition, one of the adults, she actually tried to like stand up to him and she got knifed a few times. The refugee is a 29-year-old man. He came to the Europe 10 years ago as a refugee in Sweden. He claimed to be of a Christian faith background. He's actually a devout Muslim. 
And a lot of news sources were falsely claiming that he was screaming, this is for Jesus Christ. And how did the event come to an end? So police subdued him with a shot and took him to the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. This is actually a pretty regular occurrence in France, I'd like to point out. It's not usually children, but France has kind of become one of the hubs for refugees. Sweden and Germany are the other two. And as a result, like these like nations have completely changed over the last decade. Uh, rape is through the roof. Knife attacks is through the roof. And there's actual no-go zones. If you look, there was a few weeks ago, there were videos circulating from the streets of, of Paris, actually, where essentially just whole streets were considered no-go zones and they were just covered in trash. There were barrels on fire. You couldn't walk anywhere. It was, it looked like you were looking at a dystopian future, essentially. It was scary. Yeah. Just fucking sad, dude. And the fact that they didn't shoot him and they, they just like, they didn't kill that man. They decided to take him to the hospital. No one deserves to stay alive after harming that many innocent children. If you're stabbing a baby in a stroller, a big 22 months old in a stroller, absolutely defenseless, has done nothing bad in this world. No, no, nothing that innocent deserves a fate like that. Nothing. So that man shouldn't be living. But yeah, if people, if they allowed guns in France, he would have been popped before anyone, anyone could feel the end of that knife. Devil's advocate, though, if they allowed guns in France, then he would have probably had a gun. Well, this is, okay, so this is the whole point in how you weaken a nation, right? You take the guns away first, and you make your population docile, and then you introduce all of these social politics, including multiculturalism. Yeah. Right? So the gun thing is the first step, because they know exactly what these people will do if they do get their hands on a gun. That's just, like, when you see videos like that, it's like, yeah, that's why I keep my concealed carry permit up to date. Yeah. yeah, my husband my husband told me that actually when he's home alone, he's just sitting here with a gun next to him. He doesn't take any chances. <clears throat> you better let him know that like when you move in ultimately that like really make sure he knows what he's shooting before he shoots it cuz it's probably going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I'm here he doesn't bother sitting with it, but it's just because he's alone otherwise, right? And like usually he'll come home and he'll just kind of like chill out for an hour like on like video games or something and i'll have his headset on so he (laughs) so he he, can't hear shit (laughs) he keeps it in case right but like when i I haven't seen him like sit out with the gun while i'm here um what i would do if i were you is make sure does it is it a full-size pistol would pistol which would have like a little picatinny reel rail down on the bottom where you could attach say a flashlight i don't i don't know well, I'll have to look at it again. Ask him. I think I had you ask him what gun it was, and it was a full-size Glock, I believe. Yeah. The uh, Glock 45? I don't know. Glocks are super-duper popular, so I'm sure if it doesn't have a rail, there is some way to do this. But definitely get him like a little flashlight that he can okay. put his finger on and turn on a little flashlight. Oh, he's got amazing night sight. Holy shit. Yeah, cool. Flashlights are better. <laughs> okay, will do. I'm will looking do. out for you, okay? I know. But I mean, worst case scenario, our neighbor, so we're right in the corner of the street, so there's no one behind Mm -hmm. us, and our neighbor is fucking strapped. Like, he's got his own little arsenal. So before (laughs) they get to our house, they gotta pass his house. (laughs) I can top that. (laughs) 
I have this neighbor who does a bunch of roofing and this is how we know him. Mm-hmm. He's got a big old plot of land and you always go by and see his kids. They're like five, six, seven, eight, nine, you know, like he's got four kids. So they're mm-hmm. all in that age range. They're riding around on little dirt bikes like the fucking lost boys. <laughs> and then he was talking to us one time. And he's like, oh, dude, you ever hear me shooting? I'm like, oh, well, I mean, like we have a lot of neighbors who we hear shooting. So, yeah, probably. He's like, yeah, you should come sometime, dude. Me and the kids, we got like our 22s and we're out in the back clinking. We have a whole <laughs> shooting range set up. I'm like, so wait a minute. Your kids are riding around on dirt bikes all day and popping off with 22s. I was like, dude, can I, can you adopt me? Please? I <laughs> like I got my own 22. I just need the dirt bike, please. Oh, uh, that sounds actually, that sounds, especially the snow. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. I was like, yes, I will come to your house and shoot things. Sure. Aaron, are you still alive there, buddy? Oh, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. All oh, right. he's sleepy. No, I just, uh, you guys were having such a good little back and forth. I didn't want to inter- inter- interfere with my, uh, my, uh, the magic. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got another, but yeah, no, it, that shit is truly cool. I saw on Twitter that apparently one, like, saw not one, two of the children have passed away, but I don't know how accurate that is. <sighs> yeah, very sad stuff. Um, happier news at all? Yeah, okay. Um, it's not Kelsey like Kelsey type stories where it's like, hey, paint dried in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I like those stories. Hold on. <laughs> but I have lighter news. Okay, so scientists figured out a way to get electricity from the air. Okay, go on. So they invented there's some type of material. And what it is, it's got holes in this material that are so tiny that when water molecules pass through it, it gives the little device like a negative or positive charge, whichever. And then that charge then can run a battery. And what they're thinking is that like, you know, once it gets more time and development and research, blah, 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 they could like paint a wall of your house with this material and it can just generate energy from the air. That would be far better than fucking solar panels, to be honest. Probably. Well, who knows what it's going to be made out of. But like, yeah, it's all kind of more like it's something that's like they're pretty close to being able to crack the code of. But it's so, an exciting thing. Um. OK, hold on. So in the in the tests or whatever for this thing, how big was the little device that they had made? Itty bitty bitty bitty. And like how much energy did that, like what could that power, the energy that it could produce or harness? One single unit, not much. So what they're thinking is it would be like a little, um, little like brick, like the size of a refrigerator. And that could like run your house just by a letting A brick and pass. a refrigerator are two different sizes, my friend. <laughs> well, I mean, like, let's pretend like a brick was the size of a refrigerator. <laughs> so let's just say, let's just A refrigerator, let's just, just say go, that. <laughs> yeah, let's just go with just a refrigerator. And so then you could have one of those things and the air passes through it and it's grabbing little water molecules out of the air and making charges and powering shit up. And then maybe they said that they could apply it to other surfaces as well. So you could have like a car and the car's paint is made out of it. Interesting. Mm. I know. That would put Elon Musk out of business though. So, um, But what if he just buys that shit? I hope he doesn't. I don't listen. I don't care if you like or dislike Elon Musk. A billionaire I like owning a bunch of things is not a good thing. Well, yeah. But then again, if he didn't buy Twitter, like it's like the only social media platform where you can be like, hey, Elliot Page or Ellen Page. That's a I chick. don't know, because I still have friends that are getting, you know, suspensions mm-hmm. from Twitter for debating trans activists. So 
I don't know. Yeah, I, not much. Not that much has changed on Twitter. It turns out. Well, like that whole "what's a woman" debacle. So initially, that was actually blocked by Elon on Twitter. Well, Elon didn't have anything to do with that shit. That's he what he says. Over- I don't buy that. I don't buy that for a fucking second. I do. He corrected Elon it. Played, Elon played the same fucking card with this Eliza Blue shit. And that went on for months. Elon is not as like ignorant okay. as you would like, him, like to think he is. Let's face it. With the amount that he is actually on that app interacting and tweeting, there's no way he doesn't know what's going on. Okay, so I believe either he was actually like out of the loop on it because it was corrected so quickly. Okay, or I believe he was intentionally making it into one of the biggest things ever because by the being blocked and then Daily Wire going on a rampage about it and then him correcting the mistake and uh, the head of their safety and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, that woman left. She was also one of the women. She was a woman exclusively that helped promote all the Eliza Blue shit and block people and all that stuff. Yeah, and so she left after that. So anyway, I think that either it is legit, he wasn't aware of it, whatever, and then okay. he corrected it. This or still begs to ask he the intentionally question. made it into the biggest thing. It's almost been viewed 200 million times now. Yes. Do you think that that would have been nearly that high had this drama not happened? No, it still would have been that high, I think. It wouldn't have been as high because what is a woman is behind a paywall. You can't watch it on the daily wire unless you pay for a subscription. And most people are too lazy to go and pirate stuff. And not only did we watch it on 8750, we reviewed it. That's right. You can go and listen to our review of what it was a woman. And it's like it's like you watched it. We'll tell you all about what happened. Oh, I'm so sad. I wasn't part of 8750 when that happened. It was a good time. Have you listened to it? I have not, but I've watched the documentary. It's a good doc. It, it's a pretty decent. It's biased like any other documentary, but it's nice to see the other side. Yeah, man. Nothing makes those Daily Wire people fall apart more than when you start talking to them about religion. It's like uh, everything that I was like on board with you about is just falling away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan does it every time he has one of them on. He talked to Matt Walsh about what is a woman and all this like trans stuff and how it's affecting children. And it was great. And then he's like, so why don't you think gay marriage is cool? <laughs> like, don't you believe the government should be out of your business? Why can't gay people get married? And he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> instantly falls apart. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one, dude. I'm with you on that one. Pretty right. fun. You um, some more news? Yeah, did you bring any news? I brought lots of news. Oh, okay. Well, usually we do back and forth. Like, oh, hit okay. me with one of yours. Okay, so, hold on, let me pull it up. Okay. Really exciting. Quote, extinct animals spotted in state for the second time in a century. Is this in Florida? No. (laughs) A wolverine was spotted three times last month in eastern Sierra Nevada in California, a rare occurrence for an animal that's only been seen one other time in the U.S. state over the last 100 years. One wolverine was spotted in the state from 2008 to 2018, beginning in the Tahoe National Forest, officials said. But last month's wolverine is likely a different one because the animal's lifespan is usually 12 to 13 years. And there is a picture, and it is legitimately a wee little wolverine. How wee? Like guinea pig? Uh, No, it's like, I mean, it looks wee because it's from a distance in the photo. But from the shape, you can tell it's a wolverine. If they had wolverines that were the size of guinea pigs, would you own one? You fuck yeah. I know, me too. I don't a pack of them. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was uh that was pretty cool. 
That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's some Kelsey-esque news. You're really, you're really filling into wow. her role nicely. Wow. Well, I got another one then that might fill into that role, but I'll let someone else go first. Someone else? Me? Okay. <laughs> Diane Feinstein. Oh, boy. Do you know who that is? She's a politician, isn't she? Senator from San Francisco? She's like 84, no. right? She's a senator so she's yeah, from California. No, she, 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 get, she got elected like three days after the ink on the Constitution dried. Oh, my God. <laughs> Has she been in politics for a while? So we were watching the documentary, uh, The Night Stalker. Okay. Have you oh, heard? yeah. Dude. Fuck, Diane Feinstein was alive for that. Bro, Jeez. let me explain to dear listeners. So the Night Stalker is a serial killer that was around in the fucking 70s. They knew one piece of critical information about the Night Stalker, and that was he bought a pair of shoes that literally was like two pairs of these shoes were sold in the entire fucking area because it had a specific tread pattern. And yeah, so that was like their key evidence to link all these murders together. And they told a couple of the mayors about like, you know, they the police informed the mayors as to like how the investigation was going, as you might do. Mm. Diane fucking Feinstein, that fucking idiot, gets on TV and lets that out, just lets it slip that, like, oh, police are, like, they're closing in. They they know what they, he has got a specific type of shoe that he wears. And it's like, you fucking dumb bitch. You fucking dumb bitch. Yeah. No, she she actually set back that investigation several months, and I think he had a few victims afterwards because... Oh, he sure did. Yeah, so because of all that. So. She was a mayor in the 70s. That was 50 years ago. Fast forward, she's a senator, right, Aaron? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so she's a senator. She's, uh, you know, one of the, one like, 100 senators, right? Yep. Yeah, sure. Yep. Anyway, so she's uh, 80-some-odd years old, and she's so fucking out of it that apparently she's confused. Every now, she, so she's, okay, I have more to that sense. So, like, she's confused when Kamala Harris is there. Kamala Harris is the vice president, right? So she oversees the Senate. And when there's a tie in the Senate, it's Kamala Harris who gets to cast the tie-breaking vote. And Dianne Feinstein and her decrepit ass is so confused as to why Kamala Harris is even in the room or what her role is or who is, is this lady. Is it because of her skin color? And I got to say, I'm actually on Dianne Feinstein's side on this one because why the fuck is Kamala Harris there? Actually, yeah, do vice president <laughs> are vice presidents allowed to have a decision in that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. They, they are the, the tiebreaker. Breaker. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So for a while, up until the 2022 election, the Senate was deadlocked tied, 50, like 50-50. Mm-hmm. So Kamala Harris got to be the tiebreaker on a couple of different issues. Fucking neat. You'll never guess which way she voted. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Diane I make me laugh sometimes. So anyway, she's so old and confused. She doesn't understand what's going on. And apparently... Her aides have been using the Capitol Police to keep reporters at at least a 25-foot distance from her at all times so that they can't get any questions or good clips or video clips of her being like, you know, a confused (laughs) elderly woman. (laughs) Like, Diane. Fucking, you gotta go. God you gotta damn it, go. Diane. <laughs> God damn what it. I don't understand is who, why do people keep voting for people that wouldn't get hired as Walmart greeters because they're too fucking old? It's no all rigged, idea. bruh. It's all rigged. Thank well, you're allowed to say that now on YouTube, so that's good. <laughs> I can put this clip up and we're all Thank God. copacetic. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. if she steps down, 
and it's not an election, then Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, gets to pick who takes her spot. I believe that's how it works because the governor of Illinois got, he went to jail because when Barack Obama, he was a senator, when he got elected president, the seat was empty. And then the governor of Illinois got to pick out who took his seat. And Aaron, you probably know since you live in the area. And then he just gave it to the highest bidder. (laughs) Exactly. That's what he did. He took bids. And so he he got himself in a little bit of trouble. So anyway, if Dianne Feinstein retires before an election, then Gavin Newsom gets to fill the seat. And he has said that it will be a black woman that fills that fills the seat. How the fuck is it not completely racist and sexist to do that? It is 100 percent. Why does nobody else seem to see this? Because we have managed to get to a point where we've completely flipped the narrative to make it all about skin color unironically. All you have to do, it's a very simple test. Just be like, what if Gavin Newsom said that he will fill the seat with a white man and it must be a white man? People would be like, the fuck? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. your racist test. Now now you can make it any other color and gender that you want to. It's still fucking racist. The racist litmus test. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like when Joe Biden was like, oh, my vice president's going to be a black woman. It's like, dude, that's fucking racist. And Agreed. Sexist. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't like it. Like, don't get me wrong. If a black woman is the most qualified person for the job, then by all fucking means. But don't just pick it based on her gender and her skin color. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, at least if he would have come out and said something like, I'm picking her because she's got a strong throat game. I mean, at least we could have understood <laughs> that. That's how Kamala got the job. Plus, then if you're picked, don't you always just feel terrible? Like, I clearly know why I got this job. It's not No, because they're all narcissists. They don't care. So- these people have no humility or, you know, really even any grounding in reality. They just, it's all about me. Of course I got picked. I'm fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm completely mm-hmm. unqualified and about as useful as fucking balls on a priest, but I I deserve oh. this job. But there's more to why I think that Diane's not allowed to step down. Okay. This, I got this from Breaking Points with, like, Crystal and Sagar. If you, so go listen to them if you want more details on this. I'm just doing my best to remember. I thought it was an interesting story, and I was like, I'll put this into my news. <laughs> Apparently, Nancy Pelosi, she really wants Chuck, not Chuck Schumer. Is it Chuck Schumer? Who's the little douchebag who's running around California all the time? Gavin Newsom? That doesn't narrow it down. There's a lot of <laughs> douchebags in California. <laughs> yes, Gavin Newsom, but not him. Adam Schiff. She wants Adam Schiff to get that job, so she wants to wait until there's an election so that Gavin doesn't get a pick who goes there. There'll be an election, and she's going to throw her weight behind Adam Schiff. Aren't they trying to, like, uh, isn't there, like, basically a campaign against Gavin Newsom a little bit right now? Oh, yeah, there was a fucking recall. Both of them, actually. Interesting. There's a recall on Newsom, and they're trying to get Schiff expelled from from Congress. Well, they already did a recall on Gavin Newsom, and he won his the reelection handedly. But that was the one where Larry Elder, Larry Elder, is a black conservative man, and they called him a racist, or no, they called him a white supremacist. He was the black face of white supremacy, is what they yes. actually fucking wrote about that guy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Um, it's better than the uh, was it the Nazi the neo Nazi white supremacist that drove into the White House last week and he was actually the brownest brown kid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just wild. It's amazing how many non white white supremacists are out there these days. It is I know. literally it is literally a Dave Chappelle sketch. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Come on, guys. It's just wild to me that people like are 
listen and to that type of a story and they're like, oh, well, must be true. <laughs> CNN said it. It's weird how many people don't think for themselves, you know? Okay, That's here's so the one cool. that we've been dying to get to. Mm-hmm. Lest we forget. I think it was a fortnight and a half ago. Huh? Yeah, exactly. That Yeti Yef was trying to clean out his closet and sell some of his wares. Oh, no. Okay. <clears throat> and he was brought down by the smoke. Oh, my God. The smoke coming from Canada. It was thick as thieves. I could barely see the road. Can't be selling sweaters and business like this in conditions like that. Well, guess what? That same cloud of smoke has then moved its way over Aaron in Chicago. How'd you enjoy that, Aaron? Uh, yeah, pretty much sucked. Um, Fucking sucks. Then just congested and gross and ugh. It has moseyed its way over to like the New York City area. And now people are real upset about it because a lot of people live there and the people who live there like to bitch. Not like <laughs> me at all, right? <laughs> I handled it like a man. <laughs> right. I can't sell my sweater. I can't run outside in the smoke. Yeah, I was going to say that's, that's really masculine there. Yeah, really masculine. That's why I dunked on myself. I'm a comedic genius. Don't you ever forget it. By the way, I love that the 8750 crew is now catching on to the Tom Haverford thing. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck I love it. Oh, they took to that like a duck to water. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fucking R2 every other day is making one of those mean pinatas about it. Please don't stop those R2s. <laughs> They're all over the place. I don't even, they, you guys, it's so big that I'm not even tagged in these. So I hit, <laughs> I don't even see it until I hit the home button and I'm scrolling for a little bit, like seeing what's going on on Twitter. And then I see R2 has made a new thing. I'm like, what's going on here? Then I see my face and it's over to, uh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> and I just, uh, it's taking on a life of its own. I'm not Tom Haverford, God damn it. See, that's another great thing about being me is nobody's putting this mug into an animation. Well, you just made it happen. R2 is definitely listening to this, and now it's going to be a thing. And now Now it's it's going to be – no, now it's going to be a Parks and and Recreation clip with Tom Haverford and – Oh my God! What's his Ron name? Ron Swanson. Yeah, Ron Swanson and Aaron will be photoshopped onto Ron Swanson's. That is who you would be in that show. Yeah, yeah but it'd take me about three seconds to make sure there's no picture of me anywhere that R two has access to. So he probably okay just take your Discord profile picture and he's not in there. the Discord anymore. R two refuses <laughs> to pony up five dollars. He loves coming in the Discord. He has so much fun. He loves listening to the show, but that five dollars is a barrier too high for R two. All right, R2, if you need a picture of Aaron, just hit me up. <laughs> I'll get his Discord profile picture Ooh, for you. Aaron's changing it right now. Aaron, yes, change, it to a, change it to a picture of your watch. <laughs> Please change it to a picture of your watch. <laughs> Dear listener, the 87 Discord, 8750 Discord, so fun. So fun. Become a free trial member and just come check it out. It's great. I wonder how many times R2 can do the free trial thing. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Has Mrs. R2 done the free trial thing? I've never talked to Mrs. R2. No, I can just say he can take advantage of her free trial. Uh, and just use it for his, himself. his kid one time called into the 8750 hotline. <laughs> that was pretty funny. He made sure to plug his dad's show in his, oh. own, in his own message. I was like, oh, wait, no, I was there for that episode. I remember that message. We played <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. 
Um, fun. Speaking of the wildfires, though, I do have some news related to that. Uh, the RCMP, which is the Royal Canadian Maple Syrup Police, uh, charge an Alberta woman with 32 counts of arson after spring wildfires. A 50-year-old woman, 54-year-old woman from Glendon, Alberta, has been charged in connection with a series of wildfires in central and northern Alberta this spring. In a news release issued last Friday, the RCMP said that Audrey Elaine Dunham has been charged with 32 counts of arson following, quote, an in-depth investigation into a series of suspicious wildfires in the Bonneville and Lac La Biche areas. It's so weird that like half of your country is just all French. <laughs> Not half, man. It's just part of it. One why? Just, um, but- just a little angry part. Yeah, but it's interesting because um, this is like a pretty common thing that happens during wildfire season A and B, it's been like there's been just video after video after video coming out of people actually setting these wildfires because they started off on the West Coast, which is the one that you were getting. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're on the East Coast. And that's what all the images from New York, who was basically in an orange haze um, the last couple of days as well. It's insane. Um, so, first and foremost, as what it, what progress is being made on fighting these fires? So uh, Justin Trudeau made a statement earlier today. Great. And his his um, solution to solving the wildfire is to raise the carbon tax. Oh, okay, that yeah, that'll do it. That's their solution to everything is Throw, raising. Tax. Give us more money. Yeah, yeah, that actually does nothing. If people actually know what a carbon tax is, they wouldn't be supportive of it. <laughs> Who do you think is worse, Trudeau or Biden? Trudeau. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Why is it that he's uh, the leader of your whack name? So, nation? okay. So when he got elected the first time, so he was put mm-hmm. front as, as the liberal candidate against Stephen Harper. And Stephen Harper, conservative leader, a lot of people were unhappy with him because they thought, oh, you know, my representation and my racism and all this stuff, right? Because this is also the same time that you see that rise in extremist kind of identity politics and stuff. So they put him up front. And because Canadians are fucking stupid, especially female Canadians, um, every woman I've met that is liberal only voted for Justin Trudeau because they thought he was cute. Shout every- out to our 18 Canadian <laughs> listeners. I like, I have not met a Canadian woman that voted liberal that did not vote for him because he wasn't cute. So there's that. And then the second time around, it's either idiocy, idiocy or he rigged it. And then the third time around is what we're waiting on right now. No, oh, really? You guys are in an election? No, the third time around already happened, I think. Yeah, the third time around happened. He called a early election and he won that as well. And I don't know your guys' politics like at all. Can he just run for forever or like? What happens? There's there's usually a cap on the terms, um, but Justin Trudeau's father was in office for 12 years, if I remember correctly. Like, le- like what do you guys, prime minister is what you guys call him? Prime minister, yeah. Like, legally, he was, he, he ran, like, well over, the, but two terms, like, same four year as you guys, two terms is the maximum, usually. Well, then how did the one guy get away with 12? I actually don't recall the exact reason. I'd have to read into it again. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, Essentially, the last time was likely rigged, though, is what everyone said. Yeah. Are you guys allowed to talk about that or do you get shut down and called an insurrectionist? Um, I mean, like they do label a lot of people, you know, 
that kind of thing now. There is an internet censorship bill, so a lot of that shit gets. Oh yeah, Kelsey. So Kelsey was in Vancouver for a little bit, and she hit me up and was like, "So she was out and about, and she saw all this stuff that she can't wait to talk about on the podcast, right?" And I was like, Mm -hmm. "She did this Kelsey thing that drives me fucking crazy." And Kelsey, I know you're listening to this on the plane, but oh, so in the newest (laughs) Yeti to Yeti, we said some things about Kelsey, and I was like, "Kelsey, I know you're listening to this on a plane to Canada right now." Hi, Kelsey. Did you get some mixed nuts? And she's like, how did you fucking know? I was on the plane as I was listening. And I was like, yeah. So Kelsey, I know that you're listening to this on your plane ride back. So she sent me a bunch of pictures and, oh no, she saw a bunch of crazy stuff. And I was like, take pictures. And she did this very Kelsey thing where she was like, I'm not going to go walk past the BDSM store again to take pictures. Just go, <laughs> just go to Google Earth and find pictures of it. Like, Just take your little virtual car and go down the main road. You'll see it. And I was like, now, Kelsey, we love you. You goddamn bitch. I don't mean specifically of the things you just talked about. I mean, like on your entire vacation, many things are going to happen to you. Take pictures of them. Duh. (laughs) She was just so absolutely flabbergasted by that BDSM store that just threw her logic off. There you go. (laughs) I was like, Kelsey's like one of my best friends. But what the fuck, dude? You know, Kelsey, if you go back to Vancouver and you stick around, maybe you'll see the gay parade where they're walking around in that BDSM gear in front of children. It is. This is peculiar. That might come up in news in a minute. Um. Anyway, but so she was she's like, I'm actually kind of worried about the laws in Canada because apparently this was news to Kelsey and Kelsey, mm-hmm. no offense. Um. Because I know about this because I listen to a lot of podcasts with comedians and there's been comedians that have gone up to Canada. They made jokes about the Inuit people in the audience and got massive fucking fines because you guys don't have free speech up there. And so she was worried that if she said or texted or did anything like on her cell phone that she might have some problems getting back to the United States. And I was like, you won't. But like that is kind of a valid concern because there have been comedians, like I just said, who went up there, told a couple jokes that went sideways and then they weren't allowed to come back for a while. But you're not okay. But Kelsey's not a high profile target in any respect. How like, dare I mean, you? 8750 is a massive podcast. Continue. But she's not the high profile target you are. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You no, didn't let me didn't let me finish. <laughs> I, I do appreciate you, but I have actually thought about that because Mrs. Yeti is like, wouldn't it be so cool to go to Banff? And I'm like, yeah, it does look really rad, and I love the Rocky Mountains, and it would be cool to go there. But I am not stepping foot in Canada while you guys are being fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'd wait till the dust settles where we have a revolution or Quebec breaks away, and then go. I would, I do not want to be going through like customs or something like that. And they're like, oh, hey, are you that Yeti Yef character? We've listened to your podcast. Come with us. <laughs> I've been rut row raggy. Oh my goodness. No, it's, it's, um, Kelsey, I think you'll be fine. Don't worry. But at the same time, yeah, just don't, don't be sending questionable things over, over, over text messages. There you go. Do you worry about it? I do, because I know that the government is watching what I do. And you say tons of questionable shit to us. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. So, I no, like, it's just a lot of people, oh, sure, the government's... No, I know the uh, Canadian government is actually watching me because they know when I cross regional borders. They send me text message notifications when I do, actually. So that's how I know that the government is watching me. What do they text you about? 
So during the height of COVID, right? Um, one of the things they were doing to try and get us, this was like right around the time that the vaccines were starting to roll out. So what Ontario was doing is because we go, it's socialized healthcare and everything is digitized up there. So you don't, they have everything on a digital record and you have a phone number, email, everything linked to that. So whenever I live in a different region, like, or county, as you guys might say, than where I work. So I have to cross a county line or a region line. The moment I would do that, I would get a text message from the government of Ontario saying to stay safe and stay indoors and avoid unnecessary travel. I mean, they're just looking at your phone's GPS. I don't run my GPS. That's the thing. So it's pinging off a tower and it's sending that information. But the government is watching me. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying that that type of thing is not exactly the government watching you that's just the government having an automated response when your cell phone goes from a tower in one place to a how do you know someone's not watching that because they also the government went on a huge hiring spree during covid to get public health officers on board and in none of the stipulations you actually needed to have any sort of health background i mean yeah they, they could hey aaron yes you still having fun oh yeah you want to go to bed i'm good Okay. I, I think a little bit of an echo. Aaron can, will let, he'll let you. us know, I think. He'll let us know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly bashful there, Yeffy. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just uh, fix, fixing my profile picture. <laughs> Attaboy. Okay. <laughs> All right. That is, that does, I, them hiring a ton of people to like look into this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, that, that took, uh, that's like we hired in the US like 83,000 IRS agents. Mm-hmm. What? That's sus. That's really sus. And I love it. I love it. Joe Biden's like, nah, they're not looking at like your average everyday person. They're going after the millionaires and the billionaires. It's like, no. Bullshit. Millionaires Bullshit. and billionaires, their taxes are fucking sound. They hire whole firms to do that shit for them. It's the you and the me of the world who it's like, oh, did you get a gift of X amount of money? Why didn't you report that? Oh, did you do a job that was a cash pay or like, did, are you a waiter who earns tips? Why didn't you report all this? Didn't they make some adjustments to like how you're supposed to do your taxes um, not long after that happened? And then like OnlyFans chicks got really upset yep. that they needed to get more of their income claimed. I believe what it was, yep. or at least one of the things was that they were going to make it so that any transaction that was more than $600 had to be documented. And um, PayPal and Venmo were That's included. Ridic- Six hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, and it's not like six hundred dollars per transaction. It's six hundred dollars cumulative. And then they decided uh, people got upset about that, so they didn't get rid of it. They just said that it'll take effect next year instead. (laughs) That's what they fucking do, Vex. People get upset, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't worry, dummy. It, it, It won't count this time." But next time, it will. Is it is it my turn for news or your turn for news? I brought up the Canadian wildfires, but you talked about it. Okay, so then it's your turn for news because I got more news. I got plenty oh, uh, of news. Oh, you you have yet to you. Okay, eighty two year old Al Pacino is having a baby with his twenty nine year old girlfriend, maybe wife, who is the former girlfriend of Mick Jagger. Yeah, she also was rumored to have had a relationship with Clint Eastwood at one point, and there was another like 50-something-year-old billionaire that she dated when she was 22. Gross. She's a film producer, though. Gross. 
Yeah, still um, gross. <laughs> it is wildly ir- irresponsible to have a child when you're, I don't know, I would About say <laughs> in your 50s. Like, if you're having a child and you're in your 50s, that's kind of fucked up, dude. That means your kid's going to be graduating from college and you're going to be in your 70s. Okay, that's one thing. We could debate that. Your 80s? He's 82. That means his kid is definitely never going to remember him. He will be dead before that kid is able to form memories. They can be in diapers together. It's, you know, it's a bonding experience. Oh, my God. That's just so horrible to just grow up. And I mean, it'd be kind of cool to be like, oh, my dad was this huge actor, but, like, I never had a dad growing up because him dead. You know what would be even more awkward is when that kid meets his actual grandfather, that grandfather is going to be younger than his dad. <laughs> and that kid meets his actual his mom's dad is younger than his biological father more than likely yeah if yeah. she's 29 yeah yeah so like 50 so he's gonna say grandpa and he's gonna point his dad he's like no no that's your dad that young one is responsible I feel like because I don't know, we live in a society now where it's like more and more people have kids later and later and later into their lives. And yeah, dude, like you, there was a on Jewish matchmaking, right? There was a lady who's like, <laughs> oh, yes, Jewish matchmaking. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was on Netflix. <laughs> okay. You didn't see it? The, I don't watch dating shows at all. Oh, me and Mrs. Yeti rarely do. But every now and then we get an itch for some reality TV and we go balls deep for about a week. And then we're, we've had our fill and we're out. Now we're watching Mrs. Maisel. Okay. It's a pretty good show. I like it. So anyway, on Jewish Max Mating, there's this lady who's like 43 and she's like, I really want to have kids. Like that's, that's really big to me. So whichever guy I meet up with or hook up with Tom's and get married bitch. to, huh? Tabs up, bitch. <laughs> She apparently said that she went to a fertility clinic and she is still viable to have a kid, which is like, what? But like, you're so old. You're so old. You know what? It's so apparently the parameters for like like fertile years have been pushed to like 41, 42 now for women. But it's still incredibly dangerous to have a birth after 38. Yeah. For both the mother and the child. There's a lot more risks associated. And furthermore... Let me point out that at, just conceiving the baby, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Having the baby, like bringing the baby to full term, difficult. But then you have to raise the baby and you're in your 40s and then you're into your 50s. Can you imagine teaching your kid to drive and you're fucking 60? Better yet, can you imagine having to run around and match the energy of a toddler when you're already in your mid 40s? No, I'm 35 and my two year old is just like, sit da da sit da 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 sit da da come here da da over here where are you da da I'm like poke eye poke eye poke eye da da and Yeti Junior is gonna be like thing one and thing two they're gonna be cruising around this house and I'm in my 30s and I'm in shaping in my 30s. And you're a stay-at-home dad in shape in your 30s. What does that have to do with it? Oh, no, I'm just saying. That's why he's in shape. Well, no, but you have, like, compared to most people that have two parents that are working, you have a lot more free time to take care of them, and you're still exhausted. Oh, right. It's a lot. Like, even without a job, you're still exhausted taking care of two kids. That (laughs) should tell you how much work they are. 
dude, dude, <laughs> dude. This is this is how much work they are today. Mrs. Yeti watched Yeti Junior at like here at home. I took baby Yeti down to my parents, dropped her off there, and I took the car to go get an oil change. And it was like forty minutes of mm-hmm. doing nothing. <laughs> it was and you were gl- like, "This is heaven." <laughs> it was glorious. I just sat there. I went through Twitter. I got to look at fucking bullshit on YouTube. Oh, it was so much fun. You're really not selling motherhood to me right now. <laughs> Children are great. They're so much fun. But like that oil change. Ugh. And eventually Mrs. Yeti, they grow up and leave. I know. It's going to be sad. <laughs> They're so small. I don't want them to get bigger. They're so precious. Anyway. Mrs. Yeti always says that going to the dentist is her favorite thing. She's like, I just get to sit there and not think. I just get to zone out, not think about anything. That's what being a parent is like. Get knocked up, Vex. What are you waiting for? I I need to be down here permanently, which will hopefully happen in the next two to three months. Well, your car apparently is not letting you go back anyway, so your car has made the decision for you. Well, I got my car back today. How is it? Yeah, we didn't go over this in the beginning, but I guess slight segue. Uh, so total damage um, after anything, everything. It was actually cheaper than expected. It was three thousand seventy-seven dollars and twelve cents. Hold on, people have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, okay. So last Thursday, so on June second, um, I went out to run some errands, and then randomly in the parking lot of an Ulta. I, okay, just to clarify, I only went to Ulta because my mom really wanted me to go to Ulta because we don't have that in Canada. What is that? Um, it's like makeup. Sephora, essentially. Same is, thing. What's Sephora? Sephora's a makeup a, store. It's, yeah, it's a makeup and beauty store. Are they the ones that sponsor Dylan Mulvaney? Ulta is the one that sponsors Dylan Mulvaney, which is why I didn't want to go to Ulta. But my mom literally sent me four emails being like, here's all the things I want from Ulta. I got to get your email address. Goddamn. <laughs> So, so I went to Ulta to get all these things that my mom wanted. And then I went to go car was totally fine when I left home and I got there. And then I go back to the parking lot and I'm pulling out of my parking spot and my steering wheel is stiff. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like no weird engine noise, no lights on the steering wheel. Like nothing's wrong with the brakes or anything. The steering wheel is just stiff. So I shut off the car and I try again thinking maybe, okay, maybe I just did something wrong with the way I turned it on. It's still stiff. So I'm like, okay. It's a power steering vehicle, so it must be something to do. Maybe the power steering fluid is, is low because I didn't get that checked before I left. So I go to a lube place nearby, and I'm just like, hey, like my steering wheel is stiff. I think stiff lube place. Uh, There's just so many jokes running through my childish brain. <laughs> so I'm just like, I think the power steering fluid is low. Can you check that and also just g- give me an oil change just in case? Because like I drove like 2,000 kilometers down here. Were they like, what the fuck is a kilometer? Right. That's, that's okay. So that was the other thing. She's like, oh, what are the miles when you're coming? Like, oh, they're in kilometers. I'm just like, oh, what's the convertible? I don't fucking know. Did she go gross? <laughs> Get out of here. So um, they they like look under the hood and they put in the fluid and I'm watching her put in the fluid and then she gets this confused look on her face. She's like, what the fuck is going on? She looks under the hood. She's like, oh, shit. She comes over. She's like, yeah, so there's like a whole ass leak, like a hole in like. And the you f- trusted a chick mechanic, huh? She, I thought she was a dude before she opened her mouth. <laughs> oh, then she probably knows what she's doing. Yeah, I genu- <laughs> like I genuinely thought it was just a young dude. And then she started talking. So <laughs> Yeah, no, then she definitely knows. Yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, there's a hole in like the power, the hose for the power steering fluid or whatever. Um, and I was just like, well, sh- 
shit, can you guys like just like tape it up or repair it? She's like, I don't know. But so this lube place was attached to a auto shop. So she's just like, let me just go quickly walk over and see if one of the guys over there can just take a look at it and see if there's any issues. So the guy comes over and he looks at it. He's like, yeah, like that, there's a huge hole in there. You're like, the fluid's just leaking straight out. Like you can come on over and we can, you can leave the car here and we'll fix it. But it, like, it's not going to be a one day fix. So I was like, shit. Okay. Cause they also had to order in the part, which they said might take a day or two. Cause this was a Thursday too. And they're not open on weekends. So I leave the truck there on a Thursday. I call my husband five times and he doesn't pick up because he works night shifts. So he's sleeping usually at the time that this was all going on. Does he have um, an iPhone? Uh, he has two phones. He's got a work phone, which is an iPhone. And then his actual phone is an S21. Mm. Yeah. So iPhone has a thing, even if it's on do not disturb, if you call it like three times and then you're on like, you have a kind of an approved list. And if that those people call it like three times, then it'll switch over and let it ring. So his phone wasn't on silent or do, do not disturb. He just slept through all four of those calls. Yeah. Then never mind. That wouldn't <laughs> he, help you. He was out cold. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So I was just like, I took home, I took an Uber home, right? And then while I'm in the Uber, then this guy calls me. I'm like, oh, of course. He's like, hey, my car broke down. I'm in an Uber right now. I'll let you know what happened when I get home. So I get home. I'm just like, yeah, all this stuff happened. I'm just really cheese. Like, I don't like. Did I'm you hoping call your husband, this guy. You're like, this guy calls me. Yes, I did. Are you guys tipping? No, no, we're not. A, not at all. No. <laughs> hubba hubba. Did he listen to the podcast? No. God damn. I should get him to because he still has his spot. Like he's just on Spotify free, so he can listen to the episodes, but. I don't know of course why he can. He, yeah, I don't know why he doesn't. I've told him, like, hey, now that, I'm going to be on 8750. You want to listen? Like, now that you're a full-fledged patron, like, he can join the Discord if he wants to. I have a I have a family member's subclass. He can get info free. Interesting. Okay, I'll let him know that. Because he actually uses Discord, unlike me. Oh! <laughs> do, do not forget. I would love to have him in there. We were almost Destiny friends, but I ended up never getting the expansion because babies. I got you. I got you. It's awesome. I got to run all the time to keep up with fucking Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Maybe, maybe you can convince him to get a Garmin because he's really on this. Like he's Ooh. lost a ton of weight, by the way, since I last saw him. When's his birthday? Uh, his birthday is in March. I know what you're getting him. Oh, shit. That's way far away. Fuck yeah. Actually, I already know what I'm getting him for his birthday this coming year. So it's not. He a doesn't Garmin. listen. What is it? Um, I'm getting him a golf club set. Noise. Um, he had a set, but his old roommates just got rid of it when he didn't come and pick it up because we bought a house and he forgot to get all of his stuff. And then they just threw out his stuff. Well, she was like, dude, those aren't your best friends if they're just going to toss out your stuff. But whatever. Well, let's get him on the Garmin train. One and two, Aaron, I love that you're here, but you're just not saying shit. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt, you know, you're good, dude. Just chime in whatever you want. So yeah. Anyways, so I get a call on well, Friday. Actually, now. if you're, if you're getting him the golf down, clubs, you should totally get the go the Garmin too because it's got all kinds of cool golf apps on there. It'll track your strokes. Yeah. If I can it afford, it has maps of the courses. If I can afford both, then sure. But the other thing you have to keep in mind is he works like sixty hours a week, so he has like no time to actually golf. But he uh, loves golfing. Yeah, I just got new golf clubs. I'm I'm excited. I haven't well, had a chance like to use a in yet. Garmin over golf clubs, then. He, so he, what he does is he, so he goes to work at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. And then he'll either finish between 3 and 5 a.m. 
sometimes 7 a.m. And then after that, he'll go to the gym now. So he's basically on like a bodybuilder's diet, essentially. And like you, oh my God. So <laughs> he's, his body has transformed quite nicely in a good way. And I can tell that he's much healthier because like he's not so easily out of breath, like doing certain things. I can see that he's not like, I know he's still tired because of the hours he works, but he's not like, he's not too drained to actually do basic things. Like, you know, just like lightly clean up after himself and all that. Lightly clean up. And then, You've got to get him off a night shift, by the way. It's killing him. Yeah, I know it is. I know it is. So he, what happened is when we met, he was on night shift. Then he got promoted to the day shift. And then when we got married, I guess because it was like, oh, you must be responsible, even though you look like a metalhead degenerate, <laughs> is they promoted him and they moved him to Tallahassee. Oh, well, North. Okay. Now everyone knows where I live. North Florida. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's a big town. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. So they, like, come on. They no, we're just going to have to look for the one brown Canadian in, in uh, North Florida. And yeah. There you go. <laughs> Married to a metalhead. <laughs> I can edit it out if you want me to. Please. Yes. Um, that, but they, they relocated him to a different town and they paid him significantly more and they made, they basically made him manager of the night shift, like crew and all that stuff. So essentially, and they kept giving him money to stay up, like up here. That's why we ended up buying a house up here. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but the guy that manages the day shift, he's like one stroke away now from just having to quit. And then that position basically goes to him. Good. Night shift is murder. It's as bad oh, no. as smoking. It's really I, Yeah, I know how bad like that's fucking with him. And I know that because like I remember <clears throat> when he went back to the day shifts, even though he wasn't eating well still and wasn't exercising, it was still a night and day difference like in every way. So, so yeah, ideally. But anyway, so I get a call the next day and they're like, yeah, all this shit is wrong with your truck. I'm like, oh. So they had to order a bunch of parts and she gave me like an estimate, like with the labor and everything, it's probably going to be about $3,500 and that includes taxes. I'm like, Oof. I'm like, you know what? Just fuck it. Just do it. Like, so with the older Tacomas, right? The first and second gen rust is a pretty serious problem for those that don't have a Tacoma and don't know. So it's usually a problem that you'll have to deal with at some point owning one of those vehicles. Now, because I live in the North and they salt the roads like seven to eight months of the year, yeah. that just aggregates or aggravates the problem even more. Um, and I go for like the anti-rusting spraying twice a year as well to try and at least subdue. How's how that much working out? Clearly not well enough. <laughs> 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 so I bought, I bought this car used though. Keep that in mind as well. Okay. Uh, so yeah. And I was just, I was just like, you know what? Just do it. I knew that I would have to deal with this at some point. I was just more pissed that, so I go for very regular maintenance and checkups on my truck because when I'm home, I drive like two hours a day to get to and from work. So I drive a lot during the week as a result. And, you know, I want to make sure that everything is running properly. Um, and one of the services I've had in just the past four months alone was actually at the Toyota dealership for a recall for a rust reason. Uh. <laughs> so nobody had caught any of these issues and nobody had thought it like I just you know because I always ask like is there anything in terms of resting that I need to worry about you know or if they're Chinese like no he's all fine you know so <laughs> just, 
<laughs> that, that, <laughs> that irritated me more than fucking anything. So what, I was just, what did? No, that nobody caught it. The, oh, that nobody caught it. Sorry. I thought that, that somebody Chinese. of Asian descent was working no. on your car irritated you more than anything. I was no. like, nobody, <laughs> nobody caught it. So I was just like, you know what? Just go ahead and do it. Like I, I knew just I knew this was going to be a problem. Do what you got to do. The funny thing is, is like, despite how much I'm paying for it in U.S. dollars. So after the conversion, it's actually closer to six thousand Canadian. It's still cheaper than what I would pay up north to fix the same issues. And on top of that, the turnaround time is about 10 times faster as well. God so, bless America. Yeah. So, and Where they were you very, can get your fucking rust fixed. Right. They were very friendly. Like there was a part of me was like, okay, they must be swindling me, but I've gotten really good at picking up when people are trying to swindle others. So I could, I could tell that they were being genuine. Because the other thing too is like, I've just encountered a lot of people that... Um, do the whole southern comfort thing for lack of a better word and um people are really nice down here i'm i, oh. I like the south yeah but anyway i love it you gotta yeah. get moved down there yeah so anyways yeah uh, i picked up the truck today it was supposed to be done on monday but one of the parts they needed just didn't come in and then tuesday when i called them they're like yeah we're still waiting on it i overnighted it, it yesterday and then last night they called me and they were just like yeah he just needs to if he doesn't finish it up today, then he'll have it done in the morning and we'll call you. So, but yeah, everything's fine. I saved about almost 500 bucks off of what I thought I would actually pay. And my truck is running smooth. I did some errands around town, um, backed it into the into the driveway and all that stuff, and it's, it's all good. So when so, are you heading back? Uh, I will be driving back home this Saturday and Sunday. Going to catch up on some 8750? Yep, so I got a backlog of 8750 <clears> episodes <throat> to keep me entertained. And uh I'm I just don't want to leave. I'm gonna the only thing that I'm really excited about going back to Canada is seeing my cats. Can uh, you know what? Now that you mention it, I have not this has been one of the first podcasts where your fucking cats have not interrupted. The last the well, I was on two weeks ago. My cats weren't there for that. I said either. one of the first, so that includes the one, other one. Okay, one of the first, yeah. I could go I, get my cat real quick if you No, if you're you have a cat? Gross. <laughs> Why? Um, because I have a wife and yeah, I don't have any that's the way it always life. goes. <laughs> no, actually our cat's pretty uh he's 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 pretty cool. Oh, Bex, before we move past it, though, so your husband is getting into working out and all that kind of stuff. You fucking know that the Discord, the infamous 8750 Discord, which if you want to sign up, baby, get in there for that free week trial. Ooh, foot picture from Bex. So fun. Um, Yeah, dude, we got to get your husband in there. He'll have a great time talking to us about push-ups and shit. Sure, I guess. I don't enthusiasm go oh you're so enthusiastic moments ago now i know uh, listen listen i'll i'll i will talk to him again i mean to be honest it might not come into conversation because tomorrow's my last day i have with him before i go back home. he's at work right now fucking message him <sighs> okay hold on i'm gonna text him right now thank you now let me have some alone time with my precious errand 